Sustainable sobriety is here. You can create predictable and consistent results in your alcohol-free journey without abstaining from alcohol the entire time. I always say that taking your last sip of alcohol isn't necessarily always the first step for success. You want to eliminate your desire for alcohol, not just simply not drink. Keep the needle moving forward in your journey, in your transformation, no matter if you do drink or you don't drink. The trap of stopping and starting in moderation is really what always keeps you stuck, but you can embrace an opportunity to move forward without the burden of counting days, and it is all available to you in the Sustainable Sobriety course on my website. Follow the link. I will see you there and I will walk you through step by step. This is the most affordable and efficient way to get from where you are to where you want to go, where the desire to drink truly is a thing of the past. I will see you there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I'm so thrilled that you're here. I have an announcement to make. Um, If you are just listening to this within the first week of the last episode that was dropped, which would have been January 10th, 2024, if you listened to that episode, you may have realized it was the exact same episode as the week before, and that was not my intention. So I have uploaded the episode that was supposed to be there, which was the part two of the number one secret to sustainable sobriety, Um, and I would love for you to go back and listen because it gives you the steps of what to do instead, okay? So I'm not just leaving you hanging. It's such a good episode. It's really important, and I apologize for that error. Um, Clearly, I need an assistant to help me upload (laughs) and double-check my work. Okay, so I just want to get right into today's episode, which is all about permission to be successful in sobriety. And it really is about permission to be successful in anything or permission to just be, permission to feel. And this has really come up a lot for me in my life. And as you may or may not know, um, I am living full time on the road with my family. My family and I, we sold our home over the summer and we remodeled a fifth wheel camper and we are on the road. We're currently in Tucson, Arizona, visiting some friends and um, my sister friend, Nura Rochelle, who you know, who um, is my co-host for the Ignite Your Vision retreat in Mexico. And she's been on the show a few times and she's going to be on the show coming up. I'm so excited to have her. It's been so nice to be visiting Um, And Tucson is just lovely right now. However, um, you know, a lot has come up, things that I, expectations that I didn't know I had, ways that I haven't been prepared, 
just didn't didn't have the literal evidence to even make a decision ahead of time. You know, we're we're living each new day for the first time. How are we supposed to know? And when we're when we're in that idea of I should have known, we really do a disservice to ourselves of being curious, of being lighthearted and I have said to Matthew, you know, at least we both and I have a good sense of humor because it's a little bit of like a cat circus, which is kind of what we're, we've named our camper. Um, <laughs> and whatever that means, but it just feels like it's a little bit of a cat circus, but who cares? And, you know, the some of the downloads I've had for myself lately have been that I'm already living my legacy of love. Like I've already done it. Everything that I came here to do, is completed. Like I've done enough. Not everything I came here to do, I've done, but I've done enough already. And everything I get to do is a bonus. So I get to enjoy it because I do have a tendency to want to do lots of things and have a lot of irons in the fire. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to perform in a certain way. And, you know, it's, it can really, when my schedule is full, I have to stay organized and and I have to have uh, time for fo- with focused attention. And that hasn't really been that available. And then plus, there's other decisions that I've, I'm needing to make on the road um, that are just coming up. And making decisions takes up a lot of space in our brain. So that's kind of a for another episode but if you're constantly in indecision or you're you know going over the same thing again and again you're going to end up in overwhelm if you're not just making decisions or deciding even not for now right like i'm going to put that decision over there and if it's for me it will wait for me right what is for me will find me that's like my new mantra because there's so many things i want to do in life that excite me that are fun but if it's going to be stress and not fun I don't want to do it right now, right? Like if I can't, it can be hard and challenging, but if it's not fun and it's one more thing to add, I'm not going to do it. So back to permission to be successful in sobriety, so much of the time we defer our permission to be successful to someone else, for someone else to understand, to fully understand, and to to let us know that they do, or for someone to even feel the same way we do in their lives, right? Um, And when we do this and we have the need, and even if it's an internal need and we haven't expressed it, but we're waiting for our friends to jump on board, our spouse and our partner to understand for an article, like I know how much people research, am I an alcoholic? And they Google it. And I know I did. Like if you're Googling, am I an alcoholic? Chances are you're just not happy with the results that alcohol is giving to you. So does it really matter if you're an alcoholic or not, right? Which in the end, you know, you all know how I feel about this. If you're, if you've been listening, is that I don't believe there is such thing as an alcoholic. I believe that there are results that we get from alcohol. I believe that alcohol is addictive, no matter who's drinking it. And the, and the spectrum of dependency has a lot of other factors, But there is no such thing as an alcoholic because every person with the right tools and strategy and mindset and belief and mindfulness practices can unlearn alcohol and can eliminate their desire to drink. And if you can eliminate your desire to drink when something you were once addicted to and then no longer addicted to, then 
then there's no such thing as an alcoholic. Now, this doesn't mean you can't become addicted again. And I think this is where people don't understand or where we've kind of missed the mark on alcohol is that the alcohol is what's addictive, not the person, right? Like the person isn't just addictive or addicted. They couldn't be addicted without the substance. And so, yes, if one was like, I don't have the desire to drink at all. If I started drinking regularly again, I would probably get addicted to alcohol again, right? Now, because of where I'm at and the mindset that I have, the chances of me drinking regularly to that point would be like, I would have to really try. Um, So how you know you're deferring your success to another is through a couple of things. When you feel the need to defend yourself and your position, and when you feel the need to over-explain yourself, this is how you know that you actually might not know what you need to understand about yourself because what you're doing is needing someone else to understand. There's this need to want to control or change the way that someone, this someone could be the world, right? This someone could be kind of the zeitgeist of the paradigm of quitting and drinking and sobriety and all those things and all the beliefs that your family has and your friends have, right? And that's why you're here because we are creating a new paradigm. We're throwing a better party. And that's why you can be here. I don't need to understand you. You're here because you don't like the results that you're getting from alcohol. And I'm telling you, that's all you need to know. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Why does it matter what someone else thinks? This is the question you need to write down. And this is the question you need to answer for yourself. Why does it matter what someone else thinks? Truly. And what it really is, and I can answer, and I, I would get curious about that and see what your thoughts are, but it's so that you feel better about your decisions, right? Or you can change the question instead of forcing, and I was doing this with Matthew, I was like, even if he doesn't feel the way I do, even if he's not experiencing the same stress I am, I need him to understand because I was having all the, what I was making it mean about me. And that's the other question. Why does it matter what someone else thinks? And what am I making it mean about me? Right? My decision to quit drinking. Well, what you're, what I was making it mean about me that I was struggling in this move that we made and, and getting my stuff done and feeling good getting it done and feeling like I didn't want to like really do this anymore in some capacity, I was conflicted because if I wasn't working and we were like going around all the national parks and doing the thing, it would be great. And sometimes we can do that, right? Um, and and it doesn't matter what we end up doing. I just needed to give I just needed to know for myself in that moment that it was okay to feel exactly how I was feeling and it didn't matter what anyone thought. And but I was making it mean about me that I was weak, that I couldn't shift my mindset, that I was you know, there are some stories that Matthew has about me <laughs> because he doesn't understand what it means to for me and my emotion, my own emotional expression and living in cycles and rhythms. Like he doesn't have that same embodied experience as I do. So he has a different experience that isn't mine. And I was like needing to justify and over explain and tell him like, put yourself in my shoes. Like, this is the work I do. How can I do this work in this situation? And what it really comes down to, so when you ask yourself, when you see yourself defending or over explaining and justifying, what, why does it matter? You want to know why it matters to you, what someone else thinks. And then you want to know what do 
I need to understand better about myself. So you might not know in that moment, like I didn't have all that clarity while I was feeling that, while I was like defending myself and over explaining and doing all this, I was just exacerbated. And you know that that's not, you're not in alignment when you're having, when I, when you're getting so exacerbated and you're, and you're so, you're externally focused and you're deferring all of your energy and your power to someone else. Like that is not what we're here for. So shifting that and bringing it back in, it was really like, what is happening here? What's really going on here? Because things with Matthew and I have been going so well. We did this remodel and like we were getting along so well. And, you know, there was conflict and it felt terrible. And um, and we were getting nowhere because instead of me focusing on what need I had that wasn't being met, I was focusing on the, I was thinking the need that I had that wasn't being met was him understanding me. But the need that I had that wasn't being met was me understanding me. That was what was really happening. I needed to understand what I needed in that moment and how do I take care of that? What did I need to understand better about myself? And what I needed to understand was all of the story, the sub, it's completely subconscious and that's why you can't beat yourself up. All the story that I was weak, that I couldn't hang, that um, like, like, especially if I like went back to Oregon, what that would mean and all these things. And I had just had a friend recently who like moved internationally and then moved back to the States and then is moving again and kind of went through the same thing. And I tuned into, you know, kind of what we were had talked about, which is like, you got to make you happy, girl. Nothing's permanent. Like no one else has to live your life. Move 20 times in a year. Who cares? Right. I love you. I'm not judging. I wasn't judging her. And so it's that internal conflict of thinking, oh, someone's going to judge me and worrying about what other people think when I'm the one judging myself. That's what it came down to. I was judging myself and I wasn't showing up to give myself what I was looking for from someone else. I wasn't able to accept it. And as a grown adult and taking personal responsibility for my my thoughts, emotions, and behavior, and to actually solve a problem, I had to understand what that was for me. And I figured it out, right? And you know what it is for you, which, you know, in kind of the most basic terms, and I've said it a couple of times already, is the results that I'm getting from alcohol are are not enjoyable. They're not working for me. I keep reaching for this thing that's just missing the mark, right? It's kind of always disappointing. It's like I'm yearning for it, but I'm exhausted. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to find relief. Then I'm getting completely exacerbated. And the only way I know how to find any relief is through alcohol. And then that fades so quickly. Um, But I know there's more and it's not just about that. And you're in a transition and you're ready to meet yourself. And it is, it's complex, right? It is complex. And that's okay, because that is what the human experience is about. And we have to meet ourselves where we're at, because we have a mind, and we have a body, and we have a heart, and we have a soul. And all of those things have different expressions of who we are. And then we have this external mirror of, you know, I kind of like to think of everyone that exists like all of existence as a crystal with different facets, right? Like if you see a crystal or a mirror shattered, I don't like the idea of a mirror shattered, but like a crystal with all these different faces on it, these different facets of of a crystalline structure is really just some reflection of like our own psyche, you know? And 
we really are just seeing each other. And a lot of times we don't like that, right? So when when I'm, I'm reaching for this external validation from Matthew, it's like, no, I'm the one not doing it for myself. I'm rejecting myself. And I'm thinking he's rejecting me, I'm, but I'm really rejecting myself. And that's what... Um, that's what's so powerful and beautiful about the process of of understanding the five shifts because and and this journey of of natural sobriety because you aren't sober in light of alcohol you were born sober and i'm going to have a bigger announcement soon once i'm all organized and together but i have renamed my program to the naturally sober woman because what i truly believe is that you are here listening to the show and 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 have the desire to move away from alcohol because you are remembering who you are now you are remember you know you're remembering who you are at a different s- stage in life however there is the essence of you that is naturally sober as a human. That's how we were born. That is how we were made to be. That's how we were here into the world, right? And so remembering that is you remembering your full authentic self. So it's kind of beyond the confines of the alcohol conversation. And when we drop the confines of the alcohol conversation and what we want to make that mean about who we are and about what people think, when we like move beyond that and it's and we really understand what do I need to understand better about myself, right? We can, it, it, the conversation shifts from measuring, and I talked about this in the last two episodes, we're not measuring our success in sobriety by the number of drinks that you're having, by the number of days consecutively that you don't drink. You're measuring your success in sobriety by the, by the number, of, by, by circumstances, how easily you're moving through some circumstances and not others. And what that means and what that tells me And what I teach in The Naturally Sober Woman is when you move through certain circumstances, you're meeting your own needs in a new way. And so you get to apply that same principle and that same tool to another area, to another circumstance that might be more challenging, right? And in that, you start to eliminate and reduce your desire to drink. And so we're, you can, you can, I'm not saying you can have a drink and be a regular drinker and reduce your desire to drink. I'm saying that you, it's not about consecutive days. Like you can have a day where you drink and it still had the same impact and you still didn't really enjoy it. And it still caused you all the things. And we utilize that as an opportunity to really understand about what we need to remember about you, what you need to understand better about yourself. So we don't just move on, start over, right? Like this is the program where you never have to start over again because that doesn't even exist either. There's literally no such thing as starting over. If there was, we would be having a different conversation, right? We'd be like, ah, I'm just going to start over this life and figure it out later. But that's not what we're doing. And so we're really just shifting the paradigm away from the old model, the old paradigm of doing things where alcohol is at the center of change. And this is about putting you, my naturally sober woman, at the center of change because you are already that. I see that. I don't care if you're drinking right now. You are a naturally sober woman. And that is what this process is all about. I hope you have an amazing week and really get curious this week about where my constantly in what areas, whether it's sobriety or alcohol or anything else, where am I finding, where do I constantly have the need to defend or overexplain myself, which is I think a huge shadow of the feminine because our voices have been, um, we have been stifled for so long and intentionally. Um, and 
what am I making that mean about me? Why do I need someone else to understand? Why does it matter? And what do I need to understand about myself? I can't wait to hear. Leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts about what you uncovered and how this changed and impacted your week. Don't forget to listen, go back and listen to last episode if you're just listening to this in real time. And I think you're amazing and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, my beautiful listener. So the number one secret to sustainable sobriety is not winging it. You need a system that will give you consistent and predictable results. So even if you do have a drink, you are always moving towards making alcohol unimportant in your life, not stopping and starting. And that's where the Stop Drinking and Start Living program comes in. It's your opportunity to know what's working, what's not working, and what you need to do differently so that you can get out of the moderation and deprivation trap. To become a lifetime member of the program, all you need to do is follow the link right here in the show notes or visit my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. And as a special thanks for being part of our show, enter the word podcast at checkout to receive an additional 10% off. I am so excited for you to explore the endless possibilities beyond alcohol. I will see you on the inside.